Can I make you feel better, okay? Gary, put this on his face. I'll get him a jumper or something. We're, we're gonna get you help, okay, honey? So hang in, okay? Monica. James. Please. Just let me help. This wasn't meant to. Give me that, Gary. Just sit. He's okay. He's okay. It's just... It's just an accident. Here, baby. You just have to hold this here, okay? I know you're weak. Just on your face, right here. Jesus Christ, Gary, how did this happen? James, baby, you're doing so, so well. I'm gonna put this coat on you and keep you warm. And we're gonna get you help so soon, okay? What are you gonna do? Are you gonna bring him to a hospital, Monica? Do you think I don't know that, Gary? From now on, you keep your mouth shut and you do what I tell you. James, baby, we're gonna bring you in the car. And soon, there are gonna be people looking after you. Gary, help me lift him. Monica, help. Okay, shh, I'm here. It's okay. We're gonna get you an ambulance. You're gonna be okay, James, baby. Gary, help me lift him and then grab his stuff. Gary. What did I do? Nothing here. Nothing. Nothing here. You'll be okay, pal, Welcome back. My name is Nick and this is the Prospect 57 podcast. What I've just played for you was a recording of the pretty troubling moments after Gary's attack on James. After learning at the hospital that Monica had been in the bar with James and Gary that night, I listened back to some of my recordings. Grim doesn't even begin to cover it. Once the door slams... Monica, James and Gary disappear into a black hole of he said, she said and concussed recollections. Did they drive him to the north side, dump him and leave him? Did they call an ambulance and wait with him till the very last second before running away? Did someone hold his fucking hand and tell him he deserved better? We're going to get you an ambulance. You're going to be okay, James, baby. Gary, help me lift him and then grab his stuff. Gary. (laughs) Now, 
here's where I begin to resent Monica. Don't let the baby and you're going to be okay, I'm here, and all that shite feel you. This lady is a cutthroat mother lover. What are you going to do? Are you going to bring him to a hospital, Monica? We can't. Do you think I don't know that, Gary? From now on, you keep your mouth shut and you do what I tell you. Now, excuse me for not really buying the care and mother act. But doesn't that sound like a woman with a plan to dump a beaten up young fella on Capel Street? With everything going on in the bar for her, I can understand the predicament. If she calls an ambulance and gets guards involved, then she runs the risk of her whole keg shortage business come to light. If she gives Gary up to the guards as the attacker, he'll give her up to the guards as the money laundering floor manager. I'm not worried about it for now. I just heard about what happened from one of the girls who worked there. She's got nothing now. They didn't close the bar after it all came out, but they got all new management. This place doesn't have the same dodgy name as the Plunkett, to be fair. We're more discreet. But for me, with all this, if someone came asking questions, if Nick said anything... Monica, I don't have anyone on my staff who works harder or needs this job more. The easy cover he's referring to is, of course, me. A ready-made scapegoat. And they would most likely have gotten away with it too, if it wasn't for my pesky professional recording equipment. Shout out to Nana for my Christmas presents 2013 to 2016. Anywho, I have no plans to out Monica as a felon. I hand and heart hope she gets away with this because I've seen her kids and they're really cute. But I believe that James deserves justice. And I know that Monica loves him as much as I do. So why move him? And cover everything up? Why help Gary? A wise man once said, In order to win a battle, you must learn how your enemy thinks. This way it can be one step ahead at all times. At least, it sounds like the kind of thing a wise man would say. Before I approached Monica, I wanted to get a feel for her thinking understand her behaviour a little more. So I had to dig through old recordings. The thing about James is he'll never say anything. He'll just laugh it off and take it. He won't even say a bad word against Gary. Aaron, honey, I know. I'm not saying it's okay how Gary is acting. I'm just saying it hasn't always been this bad. So what? James brought it on himself? Oh my God, no, for goodness sake. I'm saying this whole business with Nick and Ellen, Gary knows, right? Uh, He has to, like. Right. But he doesn't want to say anything because then it has the chance of blowing up. And he doesn't want to fire Nick because she knows... a lot. She knows a lot, yeah, but she'd never say anything. She's loyalties in here. To Gary? Do you have loyalty to fucking Gary? Sorry. Yeah, mate. Which booth was this? Just point out I can't hear a word you're saying. Down the back? Grand, I'll bring them down to you. You you can take a seat. Gary is a better man than you think, Aaron. He gave me a chance to keep this job when him and Alan bought the place. And not a lot of people would have. Maybe he just likes when people owe him things. 
Oh, please. At the end of the day, Gary doesn't trust Nick. And he doesn't like her. And it's eating away at him. You're saying it's Nick's fault. I'm not saying anything. I'm just showing you another perspective. Things are different here since Nick started. It's not so simple. I suppose. I'm bringing it over to you now. Stop waving at me. Fucking hell, impatient prick. Sorry, man. Hang on. So, with Monica on a mission to tarnish my name, I set out trying to paint a more complete picture of her before I do the same. If reasoning on her level doesn't break through the defence wall she's building around Gary, I reckon nothing will scare her into ratting on him like the prospect of doing hard time for fraud or some shit. Jesus. My nana would be so proud if she knew this was the product of her late teen years Christmas presents. The mad bitch. Unfortunately, the ties between Monica and Gary are pretty strong. I've been reviewing some old tapes, and what you're about to hear was recorded at a lock-in, not long before James ended up in hospital. It's... illuminating. You haven't even thought about it? Honestly, my two are the best thing that ever happened to me, you know? I've thought about it. I'm of the age, I suppose, but it's just not a priority for us. It'd be nice. You would be such a lovely mommy. I'd be an absent mommy. And Gary, how would we make it work? I don't know if it's in his plans, I... I think we found the reason. What? Gary doesn't want them. Oh! He's never said, I just, I don't... I don't... But you understand. You know him. You don't think he could do it. But he's so good with mine. So thoughtful and protective. Delightful, right? This is Monica discussing the possibility of Gary Spawn with Ellen. The woman I make sweet, sweet love to amongst the Hophouse 13 kegs. Not everyone sees the good side in him, Ellen, but you and I know he would do anything for the ones he loves. It's the side of him that would do anything for me that scares me. Imagine a child in that scenario. Bloody girl, Chance, will you get over here and stop ignoring me for foreigners and bleeding 22-year-old dykes? Fuck off, Gary. I just don't want to add... complications. But don't you think you already might have... with her? Ellen, I think Gary's mood recently has a lot to do with... Oh, Flip! I just remembered I have to put out tomorrow's planner, sorry. Where's she after? Planner or something? Planner, yeah. Always running away. You think she can hide everything and keep it busy? You'd prefer if it all came out? Are you talking hypothetically, Monica? 
I'm talking in general. In general, sometimes it's better for things to stay hidden, right? Only if they're hidden well. Isn't that right, Nick? Huh? Secrets are a bit of crack once they manage to stay secret. Yeah? Eh. Uh, yeah? What's going on? Nothing, nothing, love. I'm just discussing uh, job satisfaction with our staff. Nick, why did you join the others? Sorry? She said join the others, honey. Here, lads. I'd me fucking fun in me car when I get it. The feeling in my stomach walking away from that interaction. Flushed face, a little giddy, hand shaking as I tried to light a terribly rolled smoke. I had toddled away from Monica for a second time with my tail all tucked up between my legs. Unbeknownst to those wankers though, I could still be a fly in the wall for their conversation. Literally. Because I bugged the bar. <laughs> Bug. Fly. Anyway, we'll get back to the three witches in a bit. Because I've decided to bite the bullet and get some on-the-go info. We're going to rendezvous with my favourite married bisexual. Mm. No, don't stop. I'll try to be a bit quieter then because your husband is literally Oh, upstairs. don't talk about him right now. My mission... Game perspective on Monica and Gary's relationship from the person who knows them both best. Add a bonus if I bang Alan while I'm at it. Right lads, I'm on my way now to meet Ellen. Gonna just clip this on my bag and do a bit of digging re Monica and Gaza. Actually haven't hung out with her in a while but she seemed eager to meet up so it's chill. I'll be editing out all the normal slash sappy bits later. Yeah, I don't know. It's like when you know I'm looking at you, it's like you can't just be watched, you have to make a face. But I like it. <laughs> Childlike. Okay, enter in the green. Here goes another pals. Well, she's not really a friend per se. I mean, she's like another manager, she's like a business partner almost. You can get pretty cosy. That other night you, her and Gary dismissing me. But you know why it has to be that way. Gary's been so on edge about us acting like he doesn't know or whatever. Well, it's better that way though. Yeah, I suppose, I just... I mean, if he was confronted head on with it, who knows how he'd react, what he could do. What are you saying? I might point out here, Ellen is unaware that Gary beat the shit out of a 19-year-old because he, like, could. I want to be sure that she didn't rock up to get her phone later in the night and find Gary and Monica in the middle of their mess. But we'll get back to that later. More pressing is the fact that Monica was there and literally moved James like an inconveniently placed cactus. So. I don't even know. I guess it's just weird how close Monica is to Gary. Obviously, the rest of us, you know, fucking hate him. Well, yeah, 
varying reasons, general consensus is he's a dick. He just doesn't trust easily. Why are we even talking about him? We're talking about Monica, L. I'm just like trying to understand her. I guess I want to build a relationship with her, but I can't get past her relationship with Gary. Plus, she loves James, like. What does that have to do with Gary? Mayday, mayday, pass Nick, this is future Nick. Abort, abort! What? No, like, just because Gary's so hard and I'm like... Right. I just want some Monica insight, I suppose. Well, it's kind of hard to understand, I suppose. Especially for you, because you're only starting out. What? You are. You're young, you know. You've had your share of stuff to go through, but Monica and Gary... They just met at the right time. Formed a friendship. I've never told you this, actually. Well, you're not the first person I've cheated on Gary with. Shocker. Fuck off. Listen to me. There was a guy, when Gary and I were younger, just starting out with the bar. Just starting out with our relationship, really. We'd been friends for a very long time before that, and I suppose he was always mad about me. You're a legend, you are. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. We had taken over Prospect from the previous owners and they had suggested we keep one member, really solid member of staff, young girl, Romanian. She'd one little baby at the time. I'd wanted to bring mostly the same staff from the cafe we owned before Prospect, but once Gary met Monica, he was insistent. He interviewed her. While I skulked around in the doghouse for having ditched him on a night out to sleep with the other guy. The two of them sat and talked for so long. Monica then was just this very serious little thing, 19 or so. I don't know what they talked about, but something seemed to switch in Gary. She gave him a boost, I suppose, and then she was in. And they've been the way they are now since then. Kind of give each other power and God knows that's all Gary ever wanted. So you think Monica kind of feels she owes her job to Gary? That's the thing, Nick. Something about this bar... It invades your whole life. It makes everything better and worse and more exciting. It's given her family a comfortable life. It gives her somewhere to use her head and be powerful. I think Monica just can't imagine life without it anymore. It's dangerous. I suppose it could be. Under certain circumstances. It's at this point that I realise the severity of the ties between Gary and Monica. Is it possible that the idea of going to the guards never even entered Monica's head? That she chose to protect Gary simply because that's how they operate? I left Ellen fuming. Remembering all the times Monica dropped the boys home. How many times James went to her for advice on whatever lad drama he had. I picture her at the bar doing shots with my best friend and his little brother. As if she was the sister in that setup. But the truth is, she's just as guilty for what happened to James as Gary. Whatever fucked up voodoo loyalties she has to that prick, 
doesn't justify dumping James in the north side like an unloved doll destined to be a doggy chew toy. She's to blame. She's just as bad as Gary. Oh, fuck. Hello? She's been at the hospital. Sorry, who? Monica. She's been in to see him. I just saw her name in the visitor sheet. He's asked that the two of us say nothing about her being involved. He'll have an interview with the guards. He's not telling them what really happened, apparently. You fucking what? Because she told him not to? He didn't mention her visiting, Donick. He just told me those few bits and then said he wanted to sleep. Fuck's sake! What the fuck are you at? I'm going to go talk to her. I'm going to tell her she doesn't have a choice. She's coming clean about everything. Not yet, Nick. Wait till I can get James to talk to me about it, alright? We don't know the full story. We don't want innocent people getting dragged through the shit. Aaron, we can't just sit back and let all of this be swept under the rug. Not while all of this is going on. Jesus fucking Christ. Would you listen to yourself? You're not some fucking hero, mate. You're just a nosy bitch who doesn't like her boss. My brother is not a tool. Your whole saviour of the downtrodden act is a load of shit. I want to do what's best for him. You want to do whatever makes you feel the most superior. Leave it out, alright? I don't often cry, but the sense that Aaron is turning against me too puts a lump in my throat. A half-swallowed capsule with no water to wash it down. My mouth turns down. My eyes blur. I go on with the plan. I talk to Monica. Ambush her in the back office. It is not good for you to get in my way, Nick. It's not good for you to question me like this. What Gary did, I don't think it's okay, but... Then why help him? Why cover for him? What's the difference between actually doing it and covering it up, really? How are you any better? You have no proof anyway. Do you think I would come here like this if I didn't have proof? I... Well, what do you want from me, then? Go! Go tell the guards with your proof, then. Monica, Gary is going to have to pay for what he did. I want to understand why you helped him. Because I don't want your family to lose everything. Are you scared he'll give you up? Is he intimidating you with this whole money laundering thing? What? Do you think Gary would give them your name? Be very careful now, Nick. You think it's so easy. Black and white. Good and bad. You're a child. Gary is lost and angry and he did a terrible thing. Don't... Don't try and justify it. And don't think you're any better. You picked that poor kid up and left him bleeding in the fucking streets, Monica. If not for fear of Gary, then why? Don't speak to me about it. You don't know. You don't know anything. You don't know what it takes to get here. Where I am. Someone from my background. 
My children eat. My children are safe. How am I going to throw all that away? Throw Gary to the guards, hmm? Then what? I go too. Maybe that's what you deserve. Maybe it is. But who are you to decide that? I leave Prospect more confused than before. Stumble through the crowds on Dame Street. Am I doing something wrong here? Was Aaron just scared, or is he right when he says I'm just looking to be a hero? I picture Monica's children. I remind myself that she has more than one reason to stay loyal to Gary. I begin to wonder if it's more Gary who wants to pin the money laundering on me. If Monica just went along with it to protect herself. I get home, pour myself a cup of coffee, flick open a tab, one of the bugs I have in the office. I suppose I'm just checking to see if she's there. If she's crying or smashing the place up or if her and Gary are plotting my imminent demise. What I hear is worse than all three. We have to do something. She is out of control and she knows too much. I never wanted to do it this way, but it's already set up. She can take the fall and then she's out of everyone's hair. I know it's a lot to ask, but I need this. I have no other choice if Nick plans to out everything. I know that we have to do something, but we have to be clever. Okay. Thank you, Aaron. Well, fuck me sideways. I... I'll... Just stay tuned. A young man was found on Cable Street earlier this morning in the midst of Prospect Pride has its secrets. Who the fuck you think you are, you little dyke bitch? I'm sorry, I just can't live with myself. I left this What's all this about recordings, Nick? What the fuck have you been playing at? I've been Nick. Stay tuned, folks. The Prospect 57 podcast is brought to you by the Headstuff Podcast Network in association with Queer Moon Productions. Prospect 57 is recorded in Dublin City Centre, mixed and edited by Taz Kelleher, produced by Taz Kelleher and the Headstuff Podcast Network. If you like Prospect 57, tune in to the next episode, The Owner. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. 